Hi and welcome to Journeys, the podcast with stories of personal and professional development and growth. Today I will be having a conversation with Mazen at Libby. Mazen is Lebanese based in Dubai. He's a leader in the field of learning and development. He's a professional coach, a husband and a father of a daughter and a son and so much more. Today we'll be talking about his journey of becoming the person he is today. He talks about how awakening his inner voice and creating a new inner reality has shifted his outlook on life, on leadership, on parenting, and how these positive changes not only changed his life, but also impacted the lives of the people around him. And now let's hear from Mazen. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome Mazen. Nice to have you here. Thank you, Michi. It's my pleasure and honor to be with you. Always. It's, I was really looking forward to this conversation. You have such a, a rich and uh, inspiring story to tell about, you know, your own personal development. And uh, as we talked about, you know, your theme, it was really obvious for me that we just need to have this conversation. So looking forward. And I will start by asking the question, who is Mazen? Who is Mazen? Although I hate this question, because if I want the answer according to, uh, let's say, social norms or cultural content or whatever, I won't give you the real Mazen, because I have to fill certain criteria. However, my answer to this question would be, a proud introvert. Previously, it was like a stigma or something I'm, I'm, I'm running away from it. But after the journey, I discovered that it's my powerful character. Mm. I'm sensitive, caring, intuitive in my silence because silence even part of my growing. And let's say I'm a mistake doer, emotional, being a man, people think that, as a norm also, people think that if a man, you cannot express your emotion and you cannot be sensitive, you have to be strong, da, da, da. not me. Seeker, alive, I, 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 yeah, I'm a seeker of an, an answer. Hmm. Regardless of anything, I'm a seeker of answer. And much more, I'm still, because I'm still in a journey of discovering more about myself. That's me. I love how you pointed towards what we naturally say in a cultural norm, right? Many times we can talk about, well, I am a professional, I'm an accountant, I am a salesperson, I am a father and I'm a holder of two cats or whatever. And like responding or answering the question the way you did is so much more harder because we really need to know ourselves and I make up you've had quite a journey up until now to get to know yourself much better otherwise you wouldn't have been able to say or to express who you are in this way yes true and the big journeys yeah let's illuminate that journey a little bit um and i would love to start with maybe the the place or the situation when it all started or when 
when the kickoff came, like, so I am now going on that journey. Sometimes it's, it's um, chosen and sometimes it's not. But what was it like for you? Okay, before, can I ask a question here? If, you, if I'm asking Michi, would you prefer living or existing? Which one, which word do you like? <laughs> That's a big question. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, from my own experience, for sure, living. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. This is what I discovered. Mm. And uh, when you say about the chosen, somehow, percentage-wise, no. I was pushed to because I reached a point of uh, in my life where I was stuck, really stuck. I realized that I was existing, I'm not living. I was serving others' agendas, not my agenda, not the way I want to live my life. That's what I discovered later on. And I've realized that um, I was not doing any good whether for my ex and my kids. And when I'm saying ex, it means I'm divorced. And this, this is where I started my journey. Because after 11 years of marriage, I've, with two kids, a boy and a girl, I have to discover that I was not doing any good to any person, even including myself. And that was in, 2000, in 2014, when I started the journey of uh, coaching. And how did you realize that? Uh, very simple. I said I was stuck. I was mindless, soulless, heartless. And a brief, I was mazenless. I was literally mazenless. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I do not live or even exist i don't have my own signature in this life yeah and we call it added number and then so you know there must be well I'm, i'm assuming there must be something like a trigger or something that made you realize that was there any specific moment you can remember where you felt like wow this is what's happening or what what did that look like Yeah, I, uh, although it is personal, but it's like worth to, to be mentioned. Uh, it's one of the day, like towards my end of my relationship, marriage, there was a, a big fight. Although I'm a calm person, quiet person, at that moment, I was really at the zenith of my uh, devilness, let's say. And in front of my children, and they were young, I was shouting at my ex. And I saw the fear at the eyes, on the, in the eyes of my kids, as if they saw the devil itself. And that was the turning point where I said, that is not the life I should show them or the relationship or the feeling or the emotion that they should remember of me. Yeah, yeah. I get chills down my arms when you say that. 
it must yeah. have been quite an aha moment for you personally as well. Um, and I, I remember that that moment when I told my daughter because she was the youngest. I told her, "I'm sorry to to let you witness that, and every everything would be good from now." Mm. So you had this realization in that moment, in a moment of anger and, you know, all these very strong emotions, when you realize that this is not the way I want to live, or this is not the way I want to be in this world. Yeah. yeah. And then from, from there, what, what did you take away from that situation or what, did, what happened next? The define the, the the honestly I was guided by universe God whatever belief system is that I need to take that step and I in January 2015 I asked someone a, a trainer about NLP then she told me listen the way I know you go for coaching and then I went for for coaching for five months then for certification, then for leadership. And really I was captivated by one statement by one of the room leader when he said that leadership program is like a journey of unpacking and repacking itself. And that was, oh my God, that's what I, that's what I need. I literally felt my heart is leaping out of shouting. And then I took that journey. Yeah till now and if i want to add one thing to that statement i will say that it will and it will be a continuous journey of your own if you are honest yourself to people who you will meet and the people who already exist and part of your life or the book a backbone of your uh, your life mm. and i think that's you know that uh, that word unpack and repack i i like the the metaphor of that and i'm curious what did you unpack there or what did you yeah what did you find out you, you know uh i unpack things that doesn't belong or don't belong to me yeah honestly speaking is that uh, there's no indication that i didn't uh, live a, a good let's say, uh, childhood. No, no, no. My parents were very good. However, the limitation of being exposed to, to real life, I was maybe left with an option to validate my own things through looking at others. And, and that's why I became somehow don't know if I'm doing the right thing or not trying to see what others are doing. Yeah. And, okay, am I, is it my own standard or their standard? And that's why I'm saying I'm living others' agenda or doing the other agenda, not my own agenda. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know my own values. Yeah. So I was unpacking the, un, the, the Mazen list to, be, to become Mazen. Yeah. So I started to figure out what my own values, what moves me, yeah. what, what feelings moves me, what feelings 
demotivating me, for example. So that's what I was throughout the five until now, honestly, till now, I'm still learning about myself. Yeah. And I guess that's a, that's anyway, that's a lifelong journey we all go through if we choose to, right? And I mean, even unconsciously we we change, but, uh, and I think that's a, that's a big shift um, or these are like, like essential discoveries, I think. I mean, I can also relate to what you're saying in my own life as well, you know, from having all these outside standards, be it culturally, be it, uh, you know, inherited or learned even from our upbringing and our teachers and whatever. And I believe that sometimes this can be a very um, challenging place to be in because there are so many outside views that we need to comply with or we feel we need to comply with that there can be even conflict between different outside perspectives. But because we don't have our inner voice, our values, as you said, and and other resources that we are connected to, it feels like we don't live our life. Yeah. And uh, so that's a big shift um, that must have happened there. Yeah. The, the, when you mentioned about the, uh, the voice, uh, you reminded me of my life purpose. So if I'm saying I'm the awakening voice, I'm the awakening voice. And I'm, I'm trying to, through my connection with humanity, with people, to let uh, them or serve them, to be honest, to find their own voices and to believe on, in who they are. Because honestly speaking, everyone has a really amazing quality within him or herself. Yeah, yeah. I resonate very much with that because I think that's essentially, you know, it's part of life to to know more of who we are and what we stand for, what we believe in, what we want to see more of in the world and eventually leading to what's even the legacy we want to leave behind when we leave this world again. So that's a big, a big one. How did you, how did you find your purpose? I get my hand dirty. Honestly speaking, see, there's no right or wrong. You have to find your own fit. What, that's why I said, what keeps, you, keeps me moving? Yeah. Really compelling moving yeah. forward. So it's not, that's why I, ha- I sit with myself, reflect and talk to myself and see what is, speaks for me, not for others. Yeah. Because if I want to serve, it should speak for, for me first, Im- impacted me first. And it's sh- through my action, it's showing to people. Yeah. So people can believe me later on. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, if it's not coming from the heart, it will not go to the heart at all. I believe in that. So it was basically a process of turning inwards and going on a journey of soul searching and connecting what was true for you personally. Honestly speaking, because I felt I have nothing. Yeah. So if I have nothing, it means I have to search in myself first. What I 
I should know what I have. So in order to be able to give back to people, to humanity, to myself as well. And what did you discover what you have? I'm still discovering, mm-hmm. I'm keep discovering, but I, as I said, I, everyone, even including myself, I have a lot of things. And I, what I've learned that I can do so many things I thought that I'm not able to do. Yeah. And that's why I said, I want to get myself or my hands dirty. I I start knowing myself, my learning style, for example, which is, I'm proud of it. I can't can't learn by listening. I should learn by looking, by touching, by experience that. Yeah. So I I start uh, realizing that uh, definition, yeah, definition, we read definition from a dictionary. So why I can't have my own definition? Why success is defined with this terminology? Why I can't define success or whatever, even failure, I want to fail, to put failure in my own terms. And that's, that's very powerful because if we imagine we are the writer of our own book, as opposed to somebody is giving us 10 books which say something different and you should be like this or you should live like that. And then suddenly we find our capability, our ability to write our own book and defining success, defining what failure means, um, that's big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, you you know, just what I was last, writing something. I want to write my own reality. Yeah. I I don't want someone to define my. I I know my reality. I want to define to define it, to write it, to uh, to shape it the way I want. Yeah. And that's also an interesting one because, I mean, there are two. It's almost like there are two realities. One is the one out there which is what we see, what we can touch, which is kind of objective, I would say, in most of the yeah, cases, yeah. because it's something we can touch and it's there and it's fact. But there's also another reality that's inside of us, right? And how we create the reality or how do we create a reality of what we see what out there? See. Yeah. 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 And and how to understand that if we are creating our internal reality, we can also change the outer reality somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, as you said, when you said about writing the book, you are, it means you are writing your own life. I want to write my own I want to, ultimately I want to enjoy writing my own reality, my own life. Yeah. yeah. Not for the sake of impressing someone, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, I want to, really to enjoy fulfilling my own life, my own self. Yeah. Find the passion, find the purpose, find... So I want to, to be aligned with that. Mm. So what helped you to find more of your inner voice is clarifying your own values that you want to live by, that you want to stand for. You said you 
you discerned your own purpose, what else is there to find that inner voice? Uh, you know, as I said, as uh, I'm a seeker. Yeah. So exploring is really important and with no judgment. That's why when you talk about norm, culture, uh, family, honestly, I'm not against anything. At the same time, I'm accepting everything. But as at the end, what is fitting me? What I like to be, to let's say, to create from that, that serves me, that shows more about me or on me or of me, all propositions put it and create your own. That's why create your own definition, not take it as it is. Take it as it is, it means you did, you did nothing. You could be based. Yeah. It should be boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. So it's really, it's like this, this comparison between creating from the outside in versus creating from the inside out. Uh, yes. Yes. Honestly, creating from the, from the inner start is more important than the outside first. How strong, strong and self-awareness is really strong and uh, let's say grounded that will make your life easy to, to, to create outside. Yeah. So another ingredient to finding inner our inner voice is to, to have self-awareness or to increase our own self-awareness. That's the backbone of everything. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't start outside. Yeah. You know, there could be a, a critical question here, or something that maybe there there are people, and I guess I I used to belong to them as well, uh, to that group of people who said, well, but I have very difficult circumstances. And I'm, I cannot choose those circumstances. So how can I create from the inside out? What would you say about that? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, nothing except one thing. Look at the message. There is message. Honestly, there is message. Yeah. I I'll give you one, one simple example. I've been laid off during the uh, COVID, which is like since March. Mm. Okay. And I said, what is then? Nothing. Till now, I, I couldn't find a job. Then a couple of months uh, later, my kids moved and to live with me after five years being with their, uh, with their mother. So what's good in this in this situation i got them one message from reading this situation which is it is the time to practice my fatherhood towards them yeah yeah so the learning from this what i'm trying to to say there is a learning there is a message so the invitation here is to be attentive or tuned to whatever message is coming, whether from the universe, whether from people, whether from things or situation, there is a message. 
there's an energy will attract you. Mm. And I love that word, uh, energy that attracts you, because it, it kind of changes the perspective as well. You know, instead of it's happening to me and I'm feeling miserable and, and I don't know, all, all these things that goes like crosses our mind and our heart in those situations towards becoming curious and asking ourselves the question, what can I learn from this? Yeah. It's quite a powerful shift as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If previously, exactly as you said, yeah. I would be like a victim, why it's happening to me. Mm. But now, no, okay, listen, I, I, I can't change anything. So what I can learn from this? Yeah. Let me look at those details that I'm not paying attention to. Right. And from there I'm learning. And also from, from the learning, maybe there's also something that I can see now that I can change, in fact. Yeah. Not out there in the first place, but in here. Yes, exactly. My reaction to the situation. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we actually create choice by becoming curious instead yeah. of feeling like a victim. Uh, yeah. 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 It's part of exploring, part of seeking. Yeah. Yeah. And curiosity is such a powerful energy if we are able to apply it in those kind of situations. Because um, I think like what we mentioned or what you mentioned before about reality, right? When we create, when we understand that we create our own reality inside of us and we can shift that reality by looking at the, at the outer reality in a different way, yep. things change in a big way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because curiosity more, more there's no right, no wrong. There's, there's perspective, there's opportunity, there's so many things. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned that, so you were, you were um, creating more of certain things like, you know, you connected to your values, to your purpose, you shifted your perspective in terms of what can I learn from this that's happening out there. Um, and I imagine there must also be something about letting go of something as well. What did you see there? Did you have to let go of something? Uh, one really, uh, one thing which is perfectionist, perfectionism, let's say. Okay, I used to be perfectionist. If I uh, don't do things within the uh, structure, I feel that I'm not doing anything or something wrong or something not being done properly. But I've realized and validated by in so many situations that if I go with the flow and create from the moment, it has a huge impact and resonate and adding value to myself and to whoever is witnessing that. Yeah, yeah. So letting go of, so creating from the moment also means that I'm not making future plans and think about what could go wrong or what could be a bad outcome or things like that versus being in the moment and noticing what's here right now and how can I impact the situation right now in the moment 
to create some outcome that I want to create in the future. Yeah, yeah. It's like the power of now is that I pay attention to myself, to my emotions and feelings, to others who are my family, let's say. Yeah. So I'm not missing. Yeah. So now you've let go of that perfectionist as well. You have all this energy. You have that purpose in your in your heart, and uh, you're out there. And I mean, the, the the transformation is quite remarkable. I mean, we met some five years, four years ago, I believe, for the yeah. first time. And seeing you, how you shine today, when I look into your eyes, we're here on Zoom, looking at each other, and I see this big smile on your face. It's just contagious. It's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, this is the fun part that I was missing so many years. Yeah. So then when you changed, so obviously the cha there was a lot of change here, personal change. What changed for you in the outside, like outside of you? How did this impact, this change impact your environment or the people around you, etc.? I, I will mention only my kids, to be honest with you, because this, that's, I can consider it as a big achievement. Uh, being away from them five years and trying to put whatever I've learned in their service really uh, helped me to open a communication channel with them. Not as a father, to be honest with you. I don't like this role because that's a limitation by itself. So the impact is that they start talking to me, human to human, not being afraid of sharing their emotions and feelings. Okay, still, we are still in the process, that's fine. But I, I, I design it with them to be as a, a journey of learning to learn about each other. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. Let's experience and learn from that. My daughter was asking me, uh, I, I don't know why I felt like this. And I told her, do you think that I want you to live by your whole life with me? She said, yes. I said, who said that? I didn't say that to you. I want you to go out to travel to another country, study there, and she's 12 years old. I said that, she's, she told me that, I thought that you want me to live with you. No, 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 I, did, I didn't say that. Next time when you have a, a confusion, please share it with me so that you, we can clear this thing. No, I want you to experience your life by yourself, yeah. to get your own values, yeah. your own experience, not my, my, not my, my experience. You get my perspective, yes, but you, sh you do whatever you want. It's your life. Which again opens a big, big sea of possibilities, basically, because, you know, there's nothing in the way or there are no assumptions in the space somewhere which could be interpreted or not, or, you know, we could basically our assumptions drive our behavior as well. So, uh, yeah. Beautiful. She's learning that at such a young age that it's important to speak up, speak our truth, speak what's on, on our minds, uh, especially when it comes to interpersonal things. Yeah. True. 
So this is an example. There's so much riches and I have so many more questions for you in my head right now. <laughs> but I think if we will bring it to kind of close the arc here, um, if we would summarize what you've learned over those years that you were connecting more and more with your inner voice, your purpose, your direction, you know, your more of your humanity and everything. From today's position, what advice would you give your younger self of, I mean, 10 years ago or even five years ago? I don't know, like before all of this happened. You know, I was... Uh... I wrote something today morning. I don't know why. It's not a model actually, but it's like I call a follow face, which is like an acronym. Mm. So F is stands for feel. So feel the full spectrum of yourself and the life to find your own voice and ultimately create your own world. So when you feel it, you create it. Mm. You don't feel it, you will not create anything because it doesn't belong to you. Yeah. And that's why I said, get your hand dirt. Yeah. So feeling it on, on all these different levels, be it in the, yeah. um, yeah. how do you yeah. call it, touching, like with a sense of touch, with your exactly. sense of your heart yeah. and yeah. your whole being. Yeah. And the A stands for attention. So be attentive to everything around you. Yeah. There are messages, as I said, there's a message from the universe, people, and things happening to you. Mm. That's what be attentive. Yeah. As you said, there's C stands for cu curious. Be curious. Mm. You said it. Curiosity. Yeah. Why? Don't stop ask questions. Keep asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. For God's sake, even silly one, keep asking. Even if those questions have been asked before, ask it because you, it is different context for different reasons for for god's sake mm. get your hands dirty that's the whole thing yeah and at the end e stands for enjoy mm. <laughs> experience ex enjoy experience with thankfulness whatever life will bring to you that's even ugly toughness happiness success failure it's bringing something to you. So enjoy it. So yeah. it's a gift for you. Yeah. God brought us as a human, as a gift on this earth. So as a gratitude, we have to show it, to show our, uh, our light, let's say, God's light in us to people, to others who are in need. That's why we are serving accepting acceptance yeah yeah you have enjoy the acceptance of everything yeah so the four letters are feel accept be curious or curiosity and experience yeah enjoy enjoy sorry enjoy yeah enjoy the experience yeah. wonderful words to close our conversation today and I am still amazed by your journey and, uh, you know, having been 
together on that journey for a while. So we know each other for a while, as I said. And seeing you where you are today on that high energy, sparkly, shining human being you are, it's just simply a joy to, to witness you and, and also to hear your wisdom about what, how you changed and who you are today. And uh, yeah, I'm really grateful for you to decide to come to have that conversation with me. Anything last message you want to share with the audience here? I thank you for this opportunity and uh, I hope that I shared something really will uh, the audience or the listener will benefit from that. And again, enjoy every minute you have it. Know your life while you have it. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Mazen, for your time. It's always a pleasure to just simply chat with you and uh, you know hear your wisdom and uh, your your heartfelt human connection with others. Thank you very much and uh, have a great evening and speak soon. Thank you a lot, Mary, and God bless you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Mazen. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, share with someone who might enjoy listening to this episode or get in touch via my website www.michaelbeder.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Have a nice day, afternoon or evening, wherever you are, be well.